to the Habits to Goals podcast with Martin Grunberg. It's time to take control of your life. Are you ready to achieve goals faster and more consistently than ever before? You need the habit factor. You're listening to Habits to Goals, the podcast that helps you create the habits that lead to success. And here is Martin Grunberg. Alrighty, here we go. Welcome back. Thank you for joining me. My name is Martin Grunberg, and this, of course, is Habits to Goals. Chances are very good. Everybody's figured that one out by now. If you are new to the show, and please forgive me, long-time listeners, uh, I'm just going to reset this because, <laughs> again, I'm on hiatus, supposedly, so we're squeezing this in between seasons. Season three is coming up, but if you're new to the show... If you go a couple shows back, I listed uh, probably a dozen shows that will get you up to speed. I've always found this semi-fascinating. When we take breaks between seasons, uh, we have incredibly grown the uh, user base and the subscription substantially. So there's no harm in taking breaks and letting people catch up and bringing new users in. Now, having said that, the last thing I'm going to say is there is a free template at thehabitfactor.com forward slash templates. This is the template that predated, of course, really born, gave birth to the app. And um, again, it's totally free. The app in both flavors is free, iOS and Android, and Just to give you some quick background, it allows you to set up a goal and then identify the supportive habits, create, develop, and track those habits, some of which, of course, we're going to be talking about today. So now that everybody's up to speed, let's get into it. If you had a great 2016, fantastic, it's time to take it to another level Um, If it was a challenging 2016, I'm sorry to hear that, but in many ways that's fantastic too because that may be what is leading you to the show. Just remember always that your challenges, of course, are opportunities in disguise and your weaknesses are your future strengths. And I'm saying that from personal experience So here we go. The first thing we want to do before we identify some future goals and look forward, let's assess where we are. And what I'd like you to do, I'm going to go ahead and do this too. Unless you're driving, please don't do this. Uh, If you are driving, please don't do this. Draw a circle. Draw two lines, vertical and horizontal. Divide that circle into four quarters. In the left uppermost quarter, go ahead and write mind. Over to the right, write body. Lower left, social and spiritual. Circle that circle, circle it again, and look at that. Those are your four quadrants. That is your well-being in a visual sense, that is oneness. And I would 
venture to guess, health and wellness. So, quickly, on a scale of 1 to 10, just looking at it, rate yourself where you are today. So, mind, if you're not sure what that means necessarily, and that could mean a lot of things, but really means how are you feeding your mind? Are you reading? Are you learning? Are you learning new skills, languages, that sort of thing? How are you challenging yourself to feed your mind? And of course, ultimately, and we'll talk about it later, I think, creativity. Same goes for body wellness in terms of uh, body health. What's your diet? How are you exercising? And then lower left, social. How are you connecting with your community, your friends, your family, and spiritual? And, of course, this can be an entirely non-religious sense, but, but how are you connecting with a power, so to speak, bigger than you, even if that's <clears throat> nature and getting out and uh, hiking through the mountains or surfing and swimming in the ocean? These are the four main quadrants, and they are very important. The reason we're looking at it in this wholeness, oneness sphere is because we're trying to assess our general balance, our general balance. How balanced are we? And that, of course, is a fair question to ask. How balanced are we? What we really find is that when we ask questions, it directs our attention, intention, and focus. And there are a handful of questions we want to review in this episode. But before we go there, I want to kind of talk about your results. So what did you find out of those four quadrants was your weakest? And since, of course, I can't hear you, sorry to say, we're going to go ahead and presume it was social just for purposes of discussion. So let's say your social was a two, three, or four. What can you do? Well, I think the question is exactly that. What can you do? What sort of habits can you maybe call your mom once a week or your dad or your sister or your brother? Can you call a friend or two once a week? Can you schedule a lunch with a friend? Could you perform some service for a uh, community or a charity, community organization or a charity? once, twice a month. That is a simple way to understand how it is that by identifying the behavior, tracking it, we begin, we just begin to develop the habit which will help our wholeness and our wellness in that specific category. Mind may be, again, reading, It could be learning, taking a class. What we find is that by asking the question, identifying the answer, 
And then none of this means anything if you don't take action. So using that, and I know it sounds like a broken record, my apologies, download the tracking sheet, tape it to your desk, set up the targets, track, and you will be, sounds like sales guy, but I promise you, you will be just amazed um, at, kind of the momentum you get just by going through this process. The only people that this doesn't work for are the people who don't do it. All right. So that's the general quadrants, if you will. There are three others, categories, that is, um, that were added to the app because of popular demand. So those were financial, professional, and adventure slash um, lifestyle. So financial, you could put in your financial goals or habits, save money, get out of debt, that sort of thing. Professional might be behaviors or habits supportive of your professional goals and then adventure or lifestyle. So things that you might want to learn how to, you know, surf or kiteboard or windsurf or sail or scuba dive. Those three are absolutely important and I'm glad we added in, added them to the app. But the core four are the first ones to focus on. Now, what you can do, if you're saying, well, what do I do with this? Now that I've identified the weakness, which is really the opportunity for growth, in many ways, it's the low-hanging fruit, the easiest thing to attack and, and resolve. So what do you do? I just kind of touched on it, but you would identify what it is, identify the behaviors, and then use PAR, plan, act, record, and reassess. For You record for four weeks, and then you reassess. You can do that with each category. If you wanted to, so we're talking about this big concept of balance now. And there are a lot of people who seem to think balance is bogus or balance doesn't exist. I would submit to you gently that they're on crack. (laughs) Actually, I apologize. Um, I guess we can go with that. They're on crack. No, what what they are failing to see is that life is not static. It's dynamic. So these labels that we put on things like I'm not a good learner or I can't focus, um, that's a static label that in life, life is entirely dynamic. So why am I talking about that? Because balance is not a static event. Don't ask me. Let's take, I think it was Einstein who said, Life is like riding a bicycle. To keep your balance, you have to keep moving or moving forward. It's dynamic. So people who are think, oh my God, I'm, you know, either balance is, is bogus or I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm overworked. That's great. Then you 
oscillate, you adjust, you you relax. So if you if you work hard and you play hard over time, you are balanced. It's kind of simple this idea that you just oscillate, you adjust, you here, here's another visual. It's the one that I, uh, one of my favorites. It's the tightrope walker. She has whatever, let's say she's got the pole in her hand. She takes a step. She, she balances. She goes back and forth. She, and by balance, I mean she moves, she adjusts, and she continues to do that over and over and over until she gets to her destination. Balance is not about a moment in time. Rather, it's about and around a span of time. So that's important because the reason we were talking about the core four uh, elements to, to wellness or balance, we have to address all of them, but we don't have to address all of them at once. Some people get so excited when they start tracking a few habits that they want to, and I've talked about this before. I always remember this one lady who emailed support, and it turned out she was tracking 35 habits. So it goes from from good to super effective. You get super happy. You got all this momentum. Then you keep adding habits, and then the whole thing implodes. So don't do that, please. Track two or three habits, maybe five tops, and the free app will allow you to track, I believe, three, which is less is more at this point. Um, And then that's going to help you become, again, more, well, it's going to do a few things. First, it's going to prove that It's going to prove to you that once you identify something and you set your mind to it and you set up a plan and you act and you record and reassess, you're going to affect change. And it feels real good. You know, in psychology, a lot of that, they they call that self-efficacy, this idea that you can produce an intended result. So I'm getting off on a tangent here, but it's probably worth mentioning. So this whole idea about cue, routine, and reward, <laughs> where people think, well, I need a reward if I'm going to reinforce my habit. <clears throat> you do if you're a rat or you're a mouse. But, but the reality is, if you follow this PAR methodology, the recording and the reassessment, that is part of the tracking, which will produce this intrinsic type reward and this self-efficacy, your ability to produce a result. All right, so I've beaten that into ground. I think that's an important way for you, for me, for us to assess. Because if we're feeling off, and the holidays are a great time for that, um, it's a great time to assess and, and just pick one of those quadrants and identify two habits that you're going to track, or three, for the next four weeks. And again, apologies, download the free app or go to thehabitfactor.com forward slash templates. 
And the reason I mention that is associated with that is this video that kind of talks you through how to use a template. And you'll be off and running. So now I want to get to, uh-oh, where's that piece of paper? The core questions that I think we want to be asking ourselves at the end of the year here. Ready? Drum roll. Question number one. Are you happy? You should have heard an answer to that immediately. Are you happy? Are you happy? So, for fun, (laughs) for fun, I'm going to go ahead and scratch a little yes, but obviously... This isn't about me, and, and what I think is important is probably a lesson I learned a long time ago. So so if the answer is no, the next question might be why. Why aren't you happy? And if the answer is pointing or directing your attention anywhere outside yourself, like my husband's an idiot, my wife ignores me, my boss is a not a nice guy, there's a different word for that, um, you know, on and on and on, my my car won't start. If If the answer to why you're not happy is an outside looking factor, I would submit to you that you're giving up control of your happiness. You're giving up, not only that, you're giving up responsibility, but but by giving up control, it's an external, um, you're, you're giving away, <laughs> you could say it's external locus of control. And that's precisely what they say in psychology. So, Control, the more in control one feels, control is is correlated to happiness. So there are a few ways to attack this problem, but if you're not happy, if you're pointing outside of yourself, literally or figuratively, you're giving up control. Now, Probably the best way or the best lesson for me was coming upon a, uh, I believe it's attributed to Buddha. The quote is, there is no way to happiness. Happiness is the way. And all that means is precisely that, that (laughs) happiness is not out there. There's nothing for us to go find. There's Nothing that out there is going to make us truly happy. Now, it may make us temporarily happy. And in fact, I don't even think happy is the goal, but that's for another day. Choosing to be happy, on the other hand, puts control in your hands and gives you total control over your happiness. So... For instance, 
every day, the people that I know that are the happiest are the ones that have chosen to be happy. They're not they're not running around looking for things to make them happy. They have accepted responsibility, they've taken control, and they've made the choice to be happy. There is no way to happiness. Happiness is the way. So how did we get here from assessment? Well, these are the questions we're asking. So are you happy? If not, why? Perhaps you're giving away control. Do not give away control. Take control and that will feed your happiness. So that's the first question. The next question is, are you healthy? Are you eating well? Are you taking time to exercise? Are you assuming responsibility, not just for your happiness, but for your well-being? Are you doing what you can, making the right choices? And again, this isn't to make anybody feel bad. This is just our assessment. The key to questions, the reason questions are so powerful is if I ask you a question or you ask me a question or you ask, better yet, yourself a question, you, all your attention, all your focus is consumed. It's You ask yourself a question, you, you're not going to be thinking about anything else other than that question. And while I do not have time here to deviate into um, more discussion about right thinking, I would offer to you, because it's popping into my head, a couple episodes ago we threw out a free gift, which is still free. It's As a Man Thinketh. And all you have to do, if I'm remembering properly, is go to thehabitfactor.com forward slash think right. I think I'm going to test that real quick. Thehabitfactor.com think right. Come on, baby. Yes, there she is. All right. So are you happy? Are you responsible? Are you healthy? What else do we got here? Are you being of service to others? Are you giving Are you learning? Again, that fits right into that mind quadrant. What new skills are we learning? What books are we reading? So these are just some general questions that will direct our focus intention, and attention. Now from here, this is going to be fun. 
I'm going to ask that you do this mind exercise. You go out to 12-31-2017. And the question is, what three goals or achievements or experiences would you have to have, what do you want to have to make this kind of an all-star year? So write them down, identify them. Usually the answer comes to you right away. And it's okay if they kind of scare you or make you doubt. Just, just write it down anyways. And then I want you to just circle one of them. Ask yourself, again, using the power of questions here, which one is the most important? And then we're going to, as we kind of kick this off, we're going to backtrack and just say, okay, so maybe it's a marathon in 2017. The question then is, what habits would you have to have to achieve that goal. And the first one, fairly obvious, is is the running habit, right? And then you kind of break that down from where you are now starting for the first month, first four weeks, how often would you have to run in terms of frequency per week, and if you've never run, ran, it's probably two or three times, maybe for as little as 15 or 20 minutes. But you do that for four weeks, and guess what? By the end of four weeks, you will be running probably 30 or 40 minutes, and it may be instead of two or three times a week, three or four times a week. And this is how you develop the running habit. The other habits might be drinking water, stretching, etc. But the key is not to fall into the the death spiral that the rest of the world falls into, which is following something like, and I hate to pick on them, smart goals, where at the end of the process, you end up with a to-do list. So it might be call the trainer, you know, register for the event, buy shoes, buy shorts, and then somewhere down on the list is run. Well, the problem with that is you can cross off the first 10 items. It's running consistently. So the to-do list is not the answer. And the problem with the to-do list is it gets wrapped up with your everyday to-do list, like feed the fish, pick up the milk, get the dry cleaning, take the kids to school, and now I'm getting off on a tangent, but the point is this is why focusing on the core habits related to your goal is the most efficient way to reach your goal as opposed to a to-do list. I mean, SMART goals is, is, is a good process except for it omits habit entirely. So, what I like to say is smart goals is slightly stupid. If you don't know what I'm talking about when I say smart goals, you can Google it. But the process 
is a generally accepted best practice and it has no acknowledgement of habit, which is why the habit factor has been, you know, I don't have to knock on wood, but it, it's really why it's been so um, popular and successful is because, and and effective, most importantly, is because it's been effective, because it cuts to the core. It's like goal hacking on steroids. What are the behaviors you need to do repeatedly and consistently over time? And it allows you to plan, act, record, and reassess. So again, check out that PAR video or get the template. This was not meant to be um, so much a, and I hate to say the word, a commercial for the habit factor as much as it is designed to help you achieve your goals and make 2017 a terrific year. But, of course, these are totally intertwined because the way you're going to do that is following the habit factor methodology and using PAR and using the free tracking template or free app, which has habit alignment technology. So we covered a lot of ground here. We have kind of assessed where we are. We've identified where we want to go. Everything meets in the middle at habit. Remember, the key value of any goal, I think it was Jim Rohn who said this. He said, it's not the goal itself, but the person you must become in order to achieve the goal. And the becoming is so significant. The becoming is so significant because habit, the Latin root of habit is habitus which means condition or character. So when I say, and it's not about me, when we say that achieving your goal is more important for the person you must become, well, it's the habits that help you develop that person. Let me put this another way. If I set the goal of trying to achieve an Ironman, that's a pretty lofty goal, right? The person I become is going to be very different if and when I achieve that than the person who set the goal. And so Jim Rohn's uh, point to that quote is, that's the real gold. It's not becoming an Ironman, it's not achieving that, it's the becoming process. And that's what I mean by it's habit, it all meets in the middle. So so there you have it, my friends. I hope that gives you enough to chew on as you head into 2017. A few solid exercises, a way to assess where you are. And again, um, <clears throat> I'm sure probably more than you needed an earful of a reminder that habit is going to be the vehicle that helps you get to where you want to go. You now have not only the knowledge, you have the tools that will help you. And speaking of tools, of course, I have compiled, um, if you've, let me back up, if you found 
any value in going through these exercises or uh, the discussion around balance, well-being, like I said, low-hanging fruit, opportunities in disguise, our, our weaknesses, um, the habit factor method for developing habits, any and all of that, I'm it's just kind of a year-end uh, bonus gift. I did this last year, too. It was a big hit. It's called the PET, the Personal Evaluation Toolkit. It's like a 42-page PDF. It's, it's some of this plus more exercises. It will really give you a great jump start, and it is entirely free. You heard correct. Entirely free. Um, so all I need to do is give you a link and of course I'll just make it up now and then go create it later. So it's going to be the habit, <laughs> the habitfactor.com forward slash 2016. Again, the habitfactor.com forward slash 2016. That will lead you to a blog post where we cover this material and at the end, there will be a link to go ahead and get your pet. That is the personal evaluation toolkit. So there you have it, my friends. Thank you so much for joining me. Again, I hope you've had a uh, absolutely terrific and wonderful and safe holiday vacation. And this is the time to kind of restack the deck Remember Aristotle's great, he's, of course, he had many great quotes. Wisdom is equal measure, experience plus reflection. So I like to think of this last year of the year, last week of the year, excuse me, as a great time, a perfect period for reflection. That's how we're going to get our wisdom, folks. Experience plus reflection, and I believe he said in equal measure. All right, now I am done. But before I go, I just a quick reminder, my friend, to subscribe. That way you will get these episodes automatically. In fact, just a reminder, we got season three right around the corner. Get every episode sent to your device. We are slated to have about three a week um, if all goes well. So look forward to catching you then. Again, make it a terrific new year. Be safe, and we will catch you on the other side. Bye. Hey, really quick, I just want to remind you, if you want to grab your habits and goals tracking template, the template that started it all, you can get that really quickly. Just text me at 33444 and simply text the word habits. That is habits, H-A-B-I-T-S, to 33444, and you will get the tracking template immediately. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Thanks for dropping a quick review. It'll take you less than 30 seconds if you're getting value. And with that, I will see you on the next Mind Bullet Monday. I'm out.